Hello. Hey, bitches. What up? Oh, wow. You beat me to it. We're back. Back again. We are back. Yes. We did warn you last epi- last time this might be a bi-weekly um, podcast for the foreseeable future because, man, 2020 is hitting hard. Yeah. It's kicking us all in the dick. Um, yes. Honestly, I saw a... M- First of all, we're recording this on Monday night. Yes. Um, so, sorry this is up late. Yeah. Again, but, you know, but we're doing it. The world is collapsing right now. Honestly, though. Um. Yeah, the world's on fire. Everything <laughs> is going to shit. Yep. Um. It's depressing. You know, racism is at a peak. Yep. Which it also feels weird to like record a podcast right now, with everything yeah. going on. It just like doesn't feel right. Yeah. It. it it's a weird feeling because I mean. Honestly, like, we probably would have taken another break if we didn't have, you know, like, sponsors this week and yeah. stuff going on. Um, so we decided to donate our ad revenue for the month to, um, I mean, a cause supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. So um, yeah. I'm not sure exactly which one we're going to, but we're going to be donating. Yeah, maybe we'll post a poll on social media, like, pick a couple, like, popular ones. Um, I mean, like, I've personally... Uh, donated to the uh, Minnesota Freedom Fund. Okay. Um, so, I mean, like, that's an option, but, I mean, there's other organizations as well. I mean, we've been sharing on our personal um, social medias, if you guys follow us there. Other resources um, and stuff. So, we want to acknowledge yeah. everything that's going on because, obviously, it doesn't feel right, like, having the platform that we do to not acknowledge mm-hmm. it. Um, it's such a multi-layered, um, obviously, like, problem. Mm-hmm. I have been really just like so feeling so heavy mm-hmm. um, and trying to I know you as well do the best that I can do for myself personally um, to make do my part um, you know so exactly I mean I don't think I could have said it any better um, can't, you, know, you can't as just to, um, so post about it on social media. Like, you actually have to do something no. more. Exactly. Like, have those difficult conversations with people that, you know, seem like they're not getting it. Or, you know, saying the all lives matter, which is so problematic, I'm not getting into it right now. Um, but, you know, those kinds of people having these difficult conversations that are uncomfortable to have. But will yield so much positivity going forward. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to... You can listen with an open mind to what other mm-hmm. people have to say. I feel like too often we just want to discount what people want to say um, because it doesn't, you think you're not going to agree. It's not a party thing. It's not a one side thing. It's um, it's a human thing and we should all care about yeah. that. So I think, yeah, anyways, um, we will be doing a donation we will keep you up updated. Probably next episode, maybe we will, one of our screen recaps, we'll have decided where we're going to donate. Right. We will let you know. Um, I mean, that being said, too, um, if you want to send us money that we can donate on your behalf and included in that, just let us know. We're happy to accommodate that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, whatever we can do. And yes. this is hot for justice. And it we is. sound. <laughs> depressed (laughs) the world is depressing and terrifying and yeah i'm jessica 
And I'm Jamie, <laughs> and I am drinking one fat glass of wine right now because, you know, God damn it, I need it. it I, uh... But, you know what? You know what this reminds me of? Tell me. So, if you didn't know, now you know. Hot for Content is expanding. We have added a new podcast yes. to our family. It is called One Fat Glass, and it's hosted by a longtime friend of mine that I've known since uh, we were about 10 or 11 cool. years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to high school together. Um, she is great. It's kind of like a story time podcast. Um, absolutely hysterical. She is the tits. You guys are going to love her. I love it. Yeah. Um, and she is available everywhere. Um, so it's One Fat Glass, hosted by Carly Pierce. And we post about it on our Hot for, hot for Content um, social media. So, yes. I don't. Have we addressed the Hot for Content thing on our podcast yet? I think maybe briefly. Mm, we so yeah. essentially we have partnered with um, two other po- two other podcasts, right? Well, now three. Yeah, th- three. Um, to yeah. kind of yeah, basically form our own media company. Yeah. Um, so the other podcasts that we are you know a part of are uh, obviously Hot for Justice, mm-hmm. uh, my husband's podcast Weekend Plans. Um, it's kind of a like rotating host situation but jackson's like loki his co-host yeah if you don't know who jackson is you can check out our past episodes he's been on a few yeah um or my other podcast muggle problems if you didn't know that was a thing yeah um again now you know um over there we talk about um well the first season we talked about harry potter um giant harry potter nerd over here jackson had never or i shouldn't say had never read the books if you listen to the podcast you'll find out but he wasn't super into it yeah that's so funny. And then, I know, right? And then season two is about Batman, his favorite thing. Oh. So we're reading and watching different Batman comics and movies and all of that. I and it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I actually talked about what Zach's podcast is about. No. Well, the joke is that it's a conversational podcast. <laughs> but it is a kind of like a floating topic. Like, kind of like I said, he's floating hosts sometimes like we've had other friends on there i i'm on there quite a bit um but he talks about all sorts of different things like you know movies tv video games uh sports so if you're into that kind of stuff go follow over on weekend plans yep got lots going Um, on yeah so you know 2020 we made moves we did we were joking about it before but we actually fucking did it we did it high five dude i know virtual virtual (laughs) through the facetime because hashtag social distancing is still a thing it it is (laughs) despite what people may think um on that note i think you're first this week i do believe i am first this week so um i found this on reddit surprise Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) look i've been working my actual you really have been so um at my nine to five so you know, She's a busy I'm cheating woman. a little bit for a while. Um, it's fine. You know, when I have a little bit more time on my hands, I can start, you know, being a better human being about writing my own cases. But for now... It's fine. You can just enjoy my commentary on the, on all of it. It's all fine. You know? And make fun of me for not being able to read. We're going to have that's merch usually the case. that says it's all fine. <laughs> oh, speaking of... We should. Um, we're in the... Well, we're in the very, like... I guess we're back yeah. to, like, what's we new? We have been talking about it. Yeah, we're thinking about launching some merch. Um, so we're thinking about maybe doing either, like, a just a, you know, big order and or doing, like, a pre-sale. We're not really sure, yeah. you know, what. 
So, you know, we're kind of still sussing that out. If you guys have any ideas or things that you want on a shirt. It's fine. It's all fine. That's literally what I want on our shirt. (laughs) Hot for justice. (laughs) Hell yeah. But anyways, yeah, so that could be on the horizon soon. Yeah. We're working out the kinks. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. So back to my Reddit situation. Okay. And now it's a situation. It is. It's it's a situation. So this was posted um, by Bubba Joe Jones. Bubba. <laughs> That's really funny. It's, I call my dog that all the time. That's Bubba. Cute. Sometimes I uh, use that term as well. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like that's one of my favorite little dummy dog names, you know? It's cute for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, 34-year-old Dale Hay resided with his son and girlfriend in the small town of Weldon, California. Weldon... Weldon, Jesus Christ. See, remember when I said I couldn't read? <laughs> Already happening. Uh, Weldon settled in the Kern Valley Mountains as a peaceful town that's home to fewer than 2,700 residents. While it's an active and lively by day, it's silent and desolate by night. On January 3rd of 2006, Dale's girlfriend, Dana Dostal, made her usual evening commute home after her shift at a bank in Lake Isabella. As Dana traveled down the lonely stretch of Kelso Creek Road, she happened upon another driver behaving suspiciously while on a pickup tr- while in their pickup truck. Um, quote, there was the truck that seemed to be stopped. Um, it was slow moving, but seemed to be stopped. So I came up on it, still wasn't moving much. So I passed the vehicle and then I started to go around some of the curves. And that's when I noticed the bright lights in my rear view mirror. The sun had already set and there was no street lights installed along the road. Dana had difficulty discerning the features of the individual behind the steering wheel. I just remember the blaring lights uh, that were behind me. I couldn't see, so I slowed down real slow, and the truck went around me and uh, kind of slammed on its brakes in front of me. It seemed like a kind of cat and mouse game. If I sped up a little, he'd go uh, right on my tail. That's terrifying. If I slowed down, he wouldn't pass. He just stayed behind me. That is terrifying. Yeah, no fucking thank you. Nope. Hard no. So, naturally, fearing for her safety, Dana evaded the suspicious driver. For a moment, she thought that her attempt at losing the driver was successful. It wasn't until she pulled into her driveway that she would spot the vehicle yet again. No. Why did she go home? I don't know. No. Go to know. a police station. Literally. Okay, I have to inter- or- interject this, too. Yeah. So, I lately, this is my new, like, thing, have been <laughs> just perusing TikTok <laughs> when the baby naps on me. Um, you act like this is, like, a brand new thing. You've been doing this for months Okay. Now. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're right. So, anyways, this girl was posting about how she had gone to, like, the store and, like, she, she got in her car in the parking lot, which this is, like, a, a, I mean, I feel like this happens often. Um, some old lady came up to her and was like, oh, my God, I need to use your phone. Can I please use your phone? And the girl was like, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not really comfortable. Like, can you go inside and use their phone because you're at a Target? Like, right. And I don't know, I, I forget kind of the details, but long story short, um, the woman actually, like, I think got into a, a, a van with a man, and they followed this girl, and they were following her around after she had left the parking lot, which is terrifying, and she drove into her neighborhood, and they were still following her, so she ended up calling the cops, but like, do not go home if people are following you. Yeah, fuck, dude. No, thank you. No, it's really scary. So, 
Um, so she quickly walks up to the entryway to her home. Dale's son, nine-year-old Willie, went outside to open the front gate for her. According to Willie, the driver drove away when they saw him. Once inside the house, Dana emotionally dis- describes the frightening ordeal to Dale. Their fears, however, eventually um, allied as they found comfort in the security of the home. In the mean- meanwhile, the couple carried out their nightly duties. She, uh, Dana was doing laundry, Dale was preparing dinner, and time passed. However, this peaceful evening was later disrupted by a bright light flashing through the family's window. That's terrifying. The driver had returned. literally show my pants. Literally same. Uh, Dale goes outside. Initially, the driver speeds away. Dana recalls uh, Dale had seen the lights flashing out in our front window. Like the guy was taunting the house. He said that they were flashing, not just blaring. Ten minutes later, the driver returns. Headlights begin to flash through the windows. Frustrated, Dale goes outside for the second time to confront the stalker. As Dana was still doing laundry, she didn't see Dale leave. Willie had told her that Dale had gotten his Jeep and left. Since the driver established a pattern of driving away when someone within the house revealed themselves, it is presumed that Dale followed the driver after they had driven away. While waiting for Dale to return, Dana and Willie began to watch a movie. However, Dana grew concerned when too much of the movie had gone by with no sign of Dale. Dana and Willie got in their car to search for him. Dana had barely driven a mile from home when she found his Jeep uh, in contact with the fence. Dale, who was still in the driver's seat, had been fatally shot in the face. Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, it is assumed that Dale was murdered by the driver who began stalking Dana while on her commute home from work. He had no, no known enemies, and the couple lived peaceful, quiet lives. Dana and Willie agree that Dale had given no indication that he knew the person that was taunting his family. As mentioned before, Weldon is desolate. Um... I just lost my place. Oh, the closest city, Bakersfield, is 50 miles away. Oh my gosh. So it's kind of like where, like, y'all are from. Like, you That's and... wild. Well, that's yeah. a, that's pretty south. But, yeah. It's, I mean, like, you mean, like, 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 remote. The... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, where the next biggest town or city yeah, is, is far. hella far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems unlikely that someone would be involved in by happenstance. Dana said, quote, nothing like that happens in a town that everybody knows everybody. Nobody can get out. You can't rob a bank because there is, uh, because you've got an in and an out. You're gonna get caught. That's the kind of mindset I had. There's no escaping the valley because you're surrounded by mountains and got nowhere to go. So who would commit? Who would want to commit a crime here? Um, th- the suspect vehicle is described as a light-colored, full-size pickup with a camper shell that is lighter in color than the truck. Um, the pickup did not appear to be lifted, and the camper shell may have been removed post-homicide. When was this? 2006. Okay. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the case went cold. Authorities investigated all possible leads, but nothing of value surfaced. Thirteen years later, Dale's daughter, Kelly Harrison, contacted law enforcement in an attempt to find answers. She was disappointed to learn that the case wasn't being investigated and that there had been no new information since 2006. Um, now, as adults, Kelly and her siblings are fighting for answers. They want to know who murdered their loving and devoted father. Dale's children keep their father in their hearts and continue to seek justice. Dana has uh, sat for an interview with Bakersfield News detailing Dale's story for the first time in 13 years. Uh, Dana, as well, hopes to see the day that his case is solved. According to a Facebook page, Justice for Dale Hay, Dale Hay, the case has been assigned to a new detective in 2018. Wow. And that's literally it. That is so scary. Right? Like, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? Yeah. Like, no thank you. Yikes. Um, but yeah, that's your lesson, boys and girls, and non-binary, non-binary friends. Yes. 
do not go home if you are being followed. Yep. Go to a police station or call that call yes. police on your way. Yeah. Let them know. Because that's no, that's scary. Exactly. Don't let them know where you live. Mm -mm. Thank you. Next. Okay. Um. Did I ever tell you about the story about someone who followed us home one time? Yes. At the after the club, did I tell this on the podcast? Me? Actually, I don't think so. Um. Well, tell it, and then if they hear it, you, they've heard it before. They can fast it again. forward. No, yeah. I went to the club, and when I lived in Wichita, um, with my friend, and um, Wes was there as well. My friend, I don't exactly remember what happened because we were obviously all drinking. Some girl like was trying to get into it with my friend my friend like I don't even remember what happened long story short we're club closes we're all walking outside um they had actually like they were parked really close to us and so we saw them again in the parking lot and my friend started talking crap to this other girl in Spanish oh no well the girl's boyfriend was was he could speak Spanish so right he knew what she, he she was saying about his girlfriend and so this sparks a fight almost like this guy's getting in my friend's face like he's about to hit her so Wes comes and Wes was driving us so he was the DD and he was mm -hmm. like you are not you are not gonna hit her um you know like he was trying to break it up right. he literally had to pick my friend up and put her in our car so we drive, we are starting, trying to get out, but the parking lot yeah. is so busy that we're like bumper to bumper and these people get up right next to our Jeep, like literally an inch away. And Jesus Christ. so I'm like, if you literally, if you hit me, I will call the cops. Yeah. Well, as we like leave out of the parking lot, they just follow us and they pull up next to us and they're screaming stuff at us, like screaming, hanging out the window, screaming at us. And they follow us all the way into our parking apartment complex. And I was like, no, do stop that. not go to in front of our building. I was like, pull off, turn the lights off, pretend like we're not here because that's terrifying. Right. So they actually did several circles, but they didn't see us. And then they left. That's wild. It was really scary, actually. I actually don't think I've heard the whole story. Yeah. It was it was really scary. But Holy it, shit. So my case is not in California. It's not in the United States. It's in Australia. <gasps> Ooh, were you inspired by mine last time? I was. Also, I've heard of this case, and it's so interesting because it's so also, bizarre. Really quickly, I apologize if anyone heard my dog just, like, scampering across behind me. He's cute. He needs his nail tri nails trimmed. I know. Hey, I get it. Salons are closed. I know. He can't get his manicure. It is what it is. Poor Charlie. Anywho. Okay. Enough of that. Have you heard of the Somerton man? I have not. Okay. Well, you're in for a ride. Ooh, hold on to your assholes. Hold on. So, Adelaide, which is in um, South Australia. Uh, actually, we have a family friend who lives there. Ooh. So I've been there once. Um, he, so on Somerton Beach, 1948. Oh, wow. So this is a while ago. Yes. December 1st, which is summer for them. So not. Right. Right. So an un... the other hemisphere, that whole thing. Yes. That whole thing. So an unknown man 
was found dead on the beach. But he wasn't just like laying there dead. He was actually sitting up. People thought he was just like a homeless man like sleeping because he the way he was like kind of hunched over. Have I told the story on the podcast about our old maintenance man dying? No. Oh no. Do you know that story? No. <gasps> Bitch, are you? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I'm holding on to Zach my just asshole. made an excited face in my direction. Oh. Okay. 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 <laughs> I can't believe you're hearing this for the first time live on the air. Okay. Wowzers. Okay. So, this was at our old apartment. I don't think you ever went there. No. Um, yeah, I did not. one time. I did really? one time. Your tiny apartment. Yes, I that did. Like, really, yeah. Yep. Okay, great. So this apartment, honestly, everything in that place was cursed. <laughs> there was a fire there once. Oh, not no. in my unit. Yeah. But the building next to us, someone had a grill they shouldn't have had in an apartment. Good job. So like a gas grill. It like is. a big gas grill. It exploded. <gasps> yeah, it caught the entire building on fire. Like that building was condemned. It was. It was a big thing. Okay. But this isn't the story I'm going to tell you. Okay. So, was this... Can I get a Zach check? Was this before or after the fire? The, okay, it was before the fire. Okay. This was, like, the, the first bad event. Because you know how, like, bad events come in threes? Yes. Oh, yeah. Always. This was the first. Okay. So, I wasn't living there quite yet. Yeah, because I hadn't moved in quite yet when this happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I was still in college. This had to have been just, like, a couple of months before I moved in. Um... I'm babysitting and I, Zach calls me and he's like kind of frantic and he was like holy shit Armando just died and I was like who's Armando <laughs> I had never I, I had never met him but like I'd seen him a couple of times because I would go visit Zach and our old roommate and, yeah you know all of that so um he's like the maintenance guy like he died and I was like okay like how does this affect me yeah right, right. like yes it's very sad but like what? What's going on? Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. He died in our apartment. <gasps> I didn't know that. Oh, 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 yes. That happened. Um, and I was like, I'm so sorry. What? And he was like, yeah, the coroner just left, took his body out. We were briefly murder suspects. What? Because they, he died in their dwelling. Um, so let me let me back this up to like what happened. Whoa! So they had some sort of like pipe leak situation, and so they put in a work order. They're like, "Hey, we're gonna come fix it during this time." Our former roommate used to work at the time. He used to work swing shift, mm-hmm. so he would usually sleep during the day and then leave for work at like nine ten p.m. Yeah, you know, and then come home in the early morning and sleep all day. Yeah. Um. So he had gotten home probably, you know, 9, 10 in the morning. And then um, the maintenance guy, you know, knocks on the door. He's like, oh, hey, um, I'm just going to be sleeping. If you need anything, just, like, holler at me. Yeah. Like, if I need to sign something or, like, whatever. He's like, you don't worry about waking me up. He goes back to bed. This is at, like, I don't know, like, 1, 2 o'clock. I'm looking at Zach for confirmation. When Armando first showed up at the apartment. Yeah, around one or two. Yeah. Okay, great. So Zach comes home at like five thirty, six o'clock because that's when he gets off work. Yeah. 
he comes home and he sees Armando on the couch with his clipboard in his hand and he's hunched over. He Zach was convinced this man was asleep. <laughs> so this is where this all ties in to what you were just talking about. Oh my god. So like Zach was just like, Oh how embarrassing he was filling out his paperwork and like fell asleep or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Because, like, the first conclusion isn't this guy died. Right. And so he's, like, I'm banging on my desk right now. He's, like, making hella noise, and he's, like, okay, he's, like, a heavy sleeper. <laughs> you know? He's, like, okay, I'm going to go check the mail and then come back, and if he hasn't moved, like, I'm going to be concerned. Yeah. He leaves, slams the door, opens the door hella hard when he gets, like, back in. Guy hadn't moved. So he was like, holy fucking shit, this guy's dead. Oh my god. So he goes and, like, wakes up Russ, and he was like, hey, like, holy fucking shit, like, I think this guy's dead. They, like, go check his pulse. There isn't one. They call 911. Oh my god. The ambulance comes, and they're like, yeah, we can't do it. Or the paramedics come, like, we can't do anything. So then they call the cops, and then the coroner. The coroner takes, like, five million years to get there. Yeah, Zach's nodding. Um, By the way, it's, like, pouring down rain. This is, like, in, like, March, April. It's, like, dumping rain. And so, like, all these, like, cops and, like, different people are just, like, tracking mud everywhere. He died, like I said, like, he died on the couch. Like, Zach had to do CPR on him. Oh, my God. Because the guy on the phone was like, oh, if you're CPR trained, can you, like, try to do compressions? Like, Zach did it, and it was like, <sighs> yeah. Gross. Yeah, I mean, that um, typically happens, but. Um, so, anyways, yeah, the coroner comes, like, they determined that Zach and Russell did not murder him. Oh, my gosh. And then they took the couch cushion that was under him. Because it was soiled. Oh my god! You know what happens when you die. Yeah, you're just everything every... does its thing. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my! I gosh. show up like hours later, and by the way, the um, our landlady was like beside herself. Like she was like, "Why are all these cops and shit here?" And then she was like, "Holy shit!" Because like this guy had worked there for years. Yeah, like, they worked together for years. That's so sad. Um, so that happened. The apartment complex, because of everything that happened, offered us lower rent for, like, three years because legally they have to disclose that somebody died there. Yeah. They did also offer to move us, but we were like, no, it's, like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, like, I saged the place. Like, I don't really believe in all that woo-woo stuff, but, like, I, yeah. you never know. But did he have, like, a heart attack? <laughs> yeah. So it was determined it was probably a heart attack. Um, he was only, like, 55, though. He was, like, hella young. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's awful. Yeah, so they reduced our rent. They bought us a new couch. Well, that's because I mean it was yeah. ruined. Yeah. Um, and when we moved out, they didn't charge us for carpet cleanings because nice. everyone had like tracked hella mud in. Yeah, and, like it stained the carpet. Oh my god! But isn't that like the wildest How thing? How did I not know that? How have and we then, like, been friends this long and I did not know that? <laughs> I don't know because that's usually like my like I don't want to call it a party trick because like somebody died, but right. like but that's but like that's my like god. my like. True, true, son, a lie. Yeah, like type of thing. Where like I'm like, Somebody oh yeah, died like, someone died in my house. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Poor Armando. Yeah, because like, what the fuck? This one's for you, but Armando. Yeah, I, I pour one out every year for him. Hmm. Okay. But anyway, so back to your story of <laughs> where. Um, yes. Yeah, so they thought he was I'm, asleep. I misspoke. He was not. He. They didn't think he was homeless because he was well dressed. In a suit and a tie. But he was like hunched over. Kind oh, of. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, also, before I continue, I'm getting this from ABC 
um, news from Australia, and the article is by Jessica Binneth. Okay, so he um, had no belongings with him. He had no identification. All of the tags in his clothes had been removed. So there was no brands on his clothes, on his very nice That's clothes, weird. his very nice suit and tie. He was well built and clean shaven. Okay. That, that's crazy. Like, they went, like, the extra mile. It's trippy. There's so many conspiracy theories about this Because, like, those, like, nice suits and shit, like, have, like, yeah. 800 tags that say that, like, it's fucking Marc Jacobs or whoever. Yeah. So, I mean, and this was 1948, so I don't know, but I would still assume it would have a tag in it. Um, so then police later discover he had something in the waistband of his pants. So in, That's never a good sign. Inside, they found a piece of paper rolled tightly bearing the words Tamam Should, which I probably am misspeaking or mis- mispronouncing that because it's not English. Um, this phrase they identified appears at the end of um, a book of Persian poems. I'm not going to even try to pronounce it. It's an 11th... I was like, what are you doing with your face? an 11th century book of Persian poems. When you translate the words, they mean the end or finished. Oh. Okay. So, um, after the man was discovered uh, a few weeks later, a businessman comes forward with a copy of this book of poems, and he had claimed it had been thrown into his car through an open window. When they looked in the book at the back, they found on the final page where the words Taman, Taman, Taman should, should have been, they were torn out. So it was the... Oh, fuck. Yeah. So that was the same one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were, was writing on the back cover of the book, five lines of letters, and at least one phone number. And the oh, letters are just like, it looks like gibberish. Um, so the lever, the letter was obviously like in some sort of code, but they never decoded it. And so they were like, well, we have the phone number. So they, um, use the phone number to identify like, and they identified whose it, whose it was. So Mm -hmm. it led them to the doorstep of a young nurse. And they were like, do you know this man? Because he had your phone number. And, uh, they, they asked her to identify, so basically, he they had buried him, but they made a plaster cast of his body, and they asked her to identify that. They said that she looked like she was going to faint, but she said she did not know him. They the were fuck? sure that she knew more than she was saying, but, like, they had no motive, like, they didn't know what she knew, like... They had no leads, no suspects. They didn't even know how he really died. So his death was declared a suicide. What? Yeah. So people are like, what? Bitches be tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're very, yeah. So this kind of, this article is like about a professor named Derek Abbott who is trying to like solve the case. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, from his point of view like talking about it um he it, it basically says like he, there i mean there's a lot of theories mm-hmm. but um 
they so first they tried to crack the code that was on the book and they said they came to the conclusion that it's simply just the first few letters of words of the English language like a memory aid so probably like a memory aid for Interesting. and these are my words like probably like a code or something right so um they next go and try to figure out who the nurse was so originally they had their nurse requested that they remove her name from the investigation files and because it had been ruled a, a suicide not a homicide they had to comply so her names were removed from the record um but this professor he tracked her down with the help of an old um, like retired detective so they find this nurse her name was joe thompson um and by this point she had passed away already i mean this was a long time ago so right. they ask her daughter or her son robin um who was born the year before the somerton man died um and they kind of figure it out like something important from talking to him and, and it just looks like uh well, let's see um Derek had taken him to dance classes and okay. excuse me Derek I'm like I don't even know what's wrong with my brain right now Derek had found out that the the son Robin his mom made him go to dance classes like ballet classes which is kind of unusual for a man right um but professor abbott aka Derek, um goes back through the notes the coroner's notes and and reads that the somerton man had some like really identifying features namely that like he was well built and muscular but he had really well defined calves like a trained dancer would oh shit interesting right so i do they try to figure they try to like get in contact with robin but then robin passes away so they find pictures of of robin and like he has this weird strange like ear feature that the somerton man also had which is interesting and then they find that robin had another like genetically inherited trait that like was the same as a somerton man which was that his incisor teeth were missing is that a thing i mean obviously apparently it is but yeah i mean i've never heard of that but yeah so they're thinking they're they're thinking right now so robin's born a year before the somerton man is is found dead Mm -hmm. um he has some similar features um, so they're thinking that Joe, being unmarried, got pregnant. They thought Joe was a hoe. Yeah. I mean, and then that's, like, not okay to no have a baby out of wedlock. So, and I would like to just clarify that was a joke. just a joke for the rhyme. Yes. I d- do not think that people that have, have premarital s- sex and have babies before they're married no, are hoes. Because. Thank you, next. Otherwise you we'd just all be hoes <laughs> hard fucking facts <laughs> um yeah so then they're trying to figure out if like robin had kids right so like they're tracing this like genetic line down and he actually like robin did have a daughter named rachel so they're trying 
to basically connect her to the Somerton man using DNA. I mean, there's a lot of fucking quinky dinks. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Um, That's wild, dude. But, yeah, I, I guess... I I mean, it's just like a whole thing. I should have read this better before I'm reading it. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, we'll have it linked so y'all can yeah. you know, read I mean, it and draw your own conclusion. so much to this case. And I remember, like, there's a couple of other podcasts that are really interesting and, like, more circumstantial evidence that, like, Joan did know him and that, like, Robin Ooh. was in fact both of their sons and like maybe she was a spy or something because you know of all the coded and like maybe he was too right um and like maybe that's how they met i mean this is coming off of the hills of world war ii this is the midst of the cold war um i mean there's more wild things than that and like oftentimes you know, women were used as spies because people didn't suspect mm-hmm. them to be. Yeah, and there was a lot of writing in code. So, like, really, it all kind of, like, fits in. Yeah. It's it's really crazy. Mm. So, apparently, um, Derek, the professor, is trying to have that body right. exhumed um, to get a sample of the DNA. But the government, the South Australian government, have basically said no twice. Um, he did find that, like, there are some hairs on that plaster bust that they had done of him. Yeah. Um, that I think that he got. So they were, like, testing that. Uh, but yeah, it's just really interesting. I mean, I think he ended up marrying the granddaughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just very interesting. So. Wowzers. It's insane. Go read it, or like wild from top to bottom. It's just well, and they still don't know who he is. So it's like one of the most baffling cases like ever. Um, I mean, legit. I think they also like did kind of because you know they can do like obviously typing to see like where you come from Mm -hmm. genetically because we all do it. I just did mine. I think I had mentioned that they link yes, they link him to Thomas Jefferson and Native Americans is what they like are finding with his DNA because so this, interesting yeah but I don't know if um, you know because like DNA when you test it there's certain amounts that you need to test and yes. so I don't know but anyways yeah they they essentially. Uh, yeah, or testing that stuff. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, Christ. that was funny. Um, <laughs> so on that note, and in light of everything going on in the world, is there anything fun and fresh that you do have? Emerson's crawling. I know. Yeah. Um, so I've been seeing wild. the videos. She's making a- that makes my heart melt all freaking over the place and she is pulling herself up on stuff and she is just getting like such a personality and I love it when did she start growing up I don't know but I'm sad it's bullshit make it stop I know what about you (laughs) um so this weekend um you know amidst trying to do different things and you know (laughs) have a you know conversation with people and know. you know be posting things and all that um i did buy a book i should have mentioned this at the top of the podcast um it's called how to be an anti-racist oh yeah 
Um, I shared it on my Instagram story over the weekend. Um, I did get it on Audible. Um, I've talked about it before, I think, on this podcast, but definitely on Muggle Problems. I talk about it a lot, how I have an Audible subscription. Yeah. Not sponsored by them at all. Um, but um, if you've never used Audible before, I can send you a free book. Yeah. Um, so if you are interested in that specifically, um, send me a DM, you know, anything like that. I'm happy to send that your way. Um, but it's only, it only will work if you've never had an Audible account. Yeah. Dang. So, I know. I'm just kidding. But, I mean, hey, if you have a second email address floating around. Yeah. No, there is another. I'm not condoning that, but I'm just saying. There's another book. It's called, it's called So You Want to Talk About Race. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that's on my, it's in my car right now. I'm going to order that. Yeah, I think um, it's I a great it. opportunity for all of us. I mean, like, no 100%. matter if you align yourself with this or not, but, like, just to approach us with an open mind that you can, like, learn something from all of this. Because yeah. really, like, it, at bare minimum, that's all you can do. Exactly. Um, and then in some lighter fun and fresh things, because mm-hmm. um, I did start that book. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, HBO Max launched this last week. Mm-hmm. Friends. Um, Yes, yeah. Friends is on there. Um, they have a whole WB section, so all the Harry Potters are on How there. How much does it cost? Um, sorry, my dog is losing his goddamn mind. My... Um, actually, because we have the HBO add-on with our Hulu, uh-huh. it's included. So, so thanks for letting me use it. <laughs> Yeah, I think it should work. I'm not 100% positive how that works, but if not, it's all accessible through Hulu still. Oh, cool. Oh, my baby is losing um, her mind right now. I know they're telling us you all been talking to yeah but anyways we watched a lot of very funny funny things through there um and also i love you now die oh yeah is on there is going to be our next screen recap yeah it'll either be up this week or next week i we don't know when but yeah soon yeah um all i'm gonna say is i watched it and it's moss and terrasante um and my feelings have i'm conflicted that's all i'm gonna say if you need something <laughs> to feel better, go look at, on Instagram at my pictures of Emerson. I know she's the cutest because she's she... making a special guest star appearance right now. <gasps> oh my god, she's she is the cutest so thing in big. the entire world. Hi, I know. <laughs> so cute. I oh, know you're getting so. I grown. just punched her on accident. Not really. I just. <laughs> you booped her. Yeah, I booped her on accident. <laughs> For people, please, okay. please. I just booped her. There's, there was no punching there's involved. There's no child abuse. No, no, <laughs> no. Promise. She's very um, loved. So on that note, yeah, check out Jess's Instagram for some baby spam to make mean, your heart feel better. Yes. Thank you. Like, I mean, honestly, what's cuter than like a little ginger baby? I don't know. There's nothing. The answer is it does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note yes check out um all the things let us know where you would like us to donate our um, our ad revenue this month um yeah we'll have a couple different charities posted on our you know polls on our fa- socials this week let us know what you think yep thank you and good bye <laughs>